Yeah, we've been publishing our monthly income reports right. for 92 months in a row now. So you can go to our website, eofire.com slash income, and we have all of our income reports listed out there. And so we typically are generating between a hundred to two hundred um, thousand dollars per month, and we have been now for ninety-two months in a row. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So, sit back, relax and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, hello everyone, and welcome to episode number 78 of Taking You to the Top. My guest today is John Lee Dumas. He's the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. John, thanks for joining me today. Rami, I am fired up to be here. Thank you. Fantastic. All right, John, um, to get us started, what does your morning routine look like? My morning routine has been pretty well cemented for a little while now. I wake up typically around 6 a.m. and I immediately take my dog, Gus, for a two and a half mile walk outside. I like to get outside, see the blue sky, feel the sun, feel the wind on my face, get that blood moving. Then when I get back, I immediately go down to my home gym here and I do a stretching session. Then I do a weight session. Then I do a 30-minute sauna. It's an infrared sauna. Then, and this is new because I just got this about a week ago, um, mm-hmm. I have a cold plunge, which I go into my cold plunge tub for three minutes, which is freezing. And after that, I take a very hot shower. And then and only then do I sit down and start my day, which has journaling, meditation, and then, of course, actual work happening. Got it. And you do this every day without fail? Without fail. Fantastic. I guess that's the military background, which we're about to get into. So, I mean, before we get into Entrepreneur on Fire and your book, Could you tell us a bit about your background and what you did before you started podcasting in general? Yeah, so my background starts in a very small state in Maine where I grew up for the first 18 years of my life. Then I went to college in Rhode Island, which is another small town, mm-hmm. um, on an Army scholarship. And then I spent four years as an active duty officer in the U.S. Army. Okay. And um, during that 13-month tour of duty, I spent a... Uh, I was in charge of four tanks and 16 men in Iraq. And then after my time um, in the service, I tried a bunch of things. I tried law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate. Nothing really worked for me. It just wasn't working uh, on a level of the success that I was looking for. And so I uh, decided, hey, let's launch a podcast. Let's interview the world's most successful entrepreneurs. And that was at the age of 32 years old, about 10 years ago. And since then, I've now published over 3,000 episodes of Entrepreneurs on Fire, has over 100 million total listens with well over a million listens every single month. 
Fantastic. And do you mind me asking what revenue looks like? Yeah, we've been publishing our monthly income reports right. for 92 months in a row now. So you can go to our website, eofire.com slash income, and we have all of our income reports listed out there. And so we typically are generating between $100,000 to $200,000 per month, and we have been now for 92 months in a row. Incredible. And um, would you say, I mean, when you started off, how long do you think it was before you made your first dollar, let's say? It was about seven months, I think, before my first dollar came in. And then it was month 13 that I had my first significant month of revenue, which we broke $100,000 that month. So it definitely took um, six or seven months to uh, get any revenue coming in the door. And then another six or seven months after that to get significant revenue coming in the door. So um, about a year uh, to 13 months. Okay. So what I'm trying to figure out, and I'm sure a lot of podcasters, including myself, who are basically just starting when, when we approach, when you approach this, did you have a, a very specific plan in place, knowing that seven months from now, I need to get my first dollar or I quit, that kind of thing? So I had no idea how I was going to do this. You know, this is back in 2012. It was my first go round as an entrepreneur. I knew one thing, that I was going to provide free, valuable, and consistent content to my audience. I knew that by doing that, my audience would grow to know, like, and trust me as an individual. And then I'd be able to ask that audience, hey, what is your biggest struggle right now? What are you struggling with? And then they would tell me their struggles or obstacles or challenges, and then I could create the solution in the form of a product or a service or a community or coaching or a mastermind or whatever that was going to look like. So that was all that I knew was I was going to be able to solve my audience's problems once I built an audience. And so my only focus for those first six or seven months was how do I just keep delivering free, valuable, and consistent content? Okay. And I'm assuming in the beginning you started by yourself. Uh, how big has the team grown from day one to today? So today, well, day one, we started obviously with just me. And then over the years, we've added people to the team. And as we stand now, um, it's essentially myself and my fiance, Kate. And we have three virtual assistants, uh, two in the Philippines, one in Pakistan. And that comprises our entire team. Fantastic. And I mean, I've seen a lot about your book being posted on Instagram and posted on, I mean, multiple different channels. Um, so could you tell us a bit about the book and what your favorite step in the roadmap of your book is? So my book is called The Common Path to Uncommon Success. And what the book is, is a 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. And it's a culmination of the over 3,000 interviews I've done now with the world's most successful entrepreneurs over the past decade, over the, those past 3,000 episodes that I've had the thousands and thousands of hours of conversations with them. And it's been uh, quite the journey. And the book is, again, just meant to be a step-by-step -step roadmap for people that 
I wish I had when I launched back in 2012. And I had to find a lot of things the hard way, but this book is going to allow people to go through this process step by step by step to get to their version of financial freedom and fulfillment. All right. And um, I'm not mistaken. There are 17 steps, right? There are 17 steps and 17 chapters in the book. Okay. And which one of those 17 is your favorite? I'd say my favorite is probably chapter 17, which is something that so few people ever do in this world. Keep the money you make. Now, people go through the first 16 chapters, they will be making money. I mean, you'll be making money in your business. It will be happening. But that doesn't mean you're going to be keeping the money you make. And a lot of people struggle with that mightily. So I created the final chapter, chapter 17, being keeping the money you make for that very reason, so that people could keep the money they make. It's one of the reasons why I moved to Puerto Rico five years ago. We have a flat 4% tax rate. So instead of giving half your money, which ends up being most of all of people's money to the government, you get to actually keep the money you make. And there's obviously a lot of other ways beyond just taxes to keep the money you make, which we go through in that chapter. Fantastic. And um, would you say that the process, I mean, the entire book as a whole, if, if I were to follow, for example, the 17 steps, is it an easy process or are people going to expect, you know, hurdles and trouble down that path? Listen, this roadmap is hard. It is hard work. And any book that you see that says something like The One Minute Millionaire, you might as well not even waste your money because it's not going to happen without hard work. So I like to tell people, listen, it's also hard being broke. It's hard waking up every morning and doing things you don't enjoy doing. It's hard looking in the mirror and knowing that you're not really living up to the success you know you're capable of. So which hard are you going to choose? Are you going to choose the hard of putting in the work and following the roadmap? Or are you going to choose the hard of continuing to lead and live a less than impressive life? And both choices are hard. So choose your hard. All right. And uh, where, where can people get your book? I mean, can you give us some details about the book launch? Yeah, so the book is live um, everywhere in the world. Um, well, I should actually say that some places um, it's going to be the end of April. So depending on when this episode goes live, but the book launched in the United States on March 23rd and it is going to um, be live in, I believe, the UK, Europe, and other areas around the world in the middle to late April. So you can just visit the common path Um or I should say, you can just type in The Common Path to Uncommon Success in your favorite book directory, um, or my name, John Lee Dumas, or just visit UncommonSuccessBook.com. And you can learn more about the book there. There's the first chapter for free. There's some great endorsements by Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, other individuals, and some other great stuff, um, UncommonSuccessBook.com. All right. I'll be sure to definitely post that on the site as well. Um, I want to quickly get into uh, marketing and press for entrepreneurs on fire in general. Um, did you did you do any paid marketing in the beginning, or was this all word of mouth? 
So uh, the major marketing I did was um, be a guest on 345 other podcasts and shows in the in the two and a half months leading up to the launch. I did also hire a book launch marketing team, which was awesome. And of course, I was working with a traditional publisher, HarperCollins. So that was a big reason for our marketing team and um, different processes that we went with the launch team as well. Oh, uh, that, that was for the book, correct? Correct. And how about for the podcast in the beginning? Did you have to do any sort of uh, paid marketing? No, no paid marketing because frankly, I didn't really have any money. So I wasn't going to do any paid marketing for a podcast that I had no idea what I was actually even doing. So it was just word of mouth. It was, hey, how can I create the best possible podcast that I can, that people will talk about, that they'll share. And of course, have great guests on that will hopefully share the episode when it goes live with their audience and just continue to build that way. Fantastic. Um, and this last one in from, from the press side, uh, do you actively sort of pitch journalists to get the word out? I mean, are you using a sort of service or they're just finding you? Uh, they're just finding me. So no, the answer, I do not actively use any kind of journal or anything along those lines. Um, it is one of those things where when you become the best solution to a real problem, people will find you because people want the best solution to a real problem in their life. And when you can have that first mover advantage in whatever area that is, mm-hmm. Sky's the limit. All right. And um, I mean, just to wrap up here, uh, do you have any actionable advice for budding podcasters to grow their audience? It's simple. Be the best solution to a real problem. Just doing a, an episode where you're interviewing an entrepreneur about their success. I mean, that's been done. There's hundreds of those out there. There's thousands of those out there. How can you create something that's unique? that's special, that's different, that's bringing something to this world that's not already there in abundance. That's the focus. Be the best solution to a real problem. Okay. Um, All right. So this last section is called the famous five. It's five quick fire questions. Are you good to go? Let's go. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Other than The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Light edge. All right. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? No. All right. Number three, what would you say is your favorite online tool for growing your business? Schedule once. Schedule once. Okay. Number four, what's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Life is long. And number five, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? At least eight, when I'm lucky, eight and a half. And are you measuring this? Yes, the Aura Ring. Oh, okay. Is that that O-R-E? O-U-R-A. O-U-R-A. Perfect. Well, John, thank you so much for your time. I know you... You didn't have too much time, but uh, thanks for joining me today. And I hope maybe a year from now we could have a follow-up just to see where, you know, how the book's doing and how, I mean, are you planning to start maybe another podcast, you know, just to, to get an update on what JLD is doing? 
I appreciate it, Rami. Have a great day. My pleasure. Take care. As a valued listener of the Taking You to the Top podcast, you're in good company. It has also been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That being said, by subscribing to this podcast, you'll spend your time with Rami and a collection of the world's brightest thinkers and founders. All you have to do now is to push the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform, and you'll be consistently learning from the very best. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.